Chapter 10 Authentically Human The discussion with the woman in the painting recharged Jessica's soul. When she returned home from the gallery that night, Jessica found Paul and Lily at the dinner table. Her initial reaction was to be hurt, maybe even angry, but she focused instead on silencing her inner voice and releasing her perspective. What remained was nothing but curiosity about Paul and Lily's experiences. Instead of wasting time feeling wronged, she asked about how their days had gone. Lily was happy that she had received an excellent grade on one of her assignments. A recent article of Paul's had been a success, opening a door for future projects with a reputable publication. Jessica shared her success with Ruvi and recommended that they go out together to celebrate the day. Lily suggested ice cream. Paul and Jessica agreed. The next morning, despite a train delay and some rain on her walk from the station, she was floating. She felt more connected to her family than she had in months, and she was bursting with excitement for Lily's dance recital that evening. Nothing was different around the office, but she felt a little more equipped to deal with whatever would come her way. As the afternoon wound down and five o'clock approached, she heard a soft rap at her door. Ravi's head appeared. Do you have a minute? He asked. Come on in. Whoa! He stopped halfway to her desk. Nice earrings. She wasn't sure why she had felt so daring this morning, putting in a pair of artsy dangly earrings she had picked up in Paris many years ago. It was the first time she had worn them in years, and she had received many compliments. Thank you. She gestured for him to take a seat. I wanted to build on what we talked about the other day, Ravi said. I had an idea to expand on our success from resegmenting the customer data. I think we can replicate the strategy across more of our product lines and see similar results. Jessica's heart rate increased, anxious that Ravi was coming to her with another idea. That sounds like a lot of extra work with no guaranteed outcome, said the voice in her head. It's not worth it. Zip it she responded to the voice. Tell me more, Jessica said aloud. Ruvi explained how he had studied their customer data and believed they could push more targeted advertising to the right people. I like this idea, Jessica said. Can you put your thoughts into a document and email them to me? I can review them on the train ride home. I actually have to leave right now, Ruvi replied, nervous but steadfast. I'm moving in with my girlfriend this weekend, and we want to get a head start. I have to meet her at the truck rental place at 5.30. I didn't know you had a girlfriend, Jessica frowned. It never came up, Ravi shrugged. I'll get something to you over the weekend. Jessica saw Ravi as more than just a cog in the machine. She admired him for his work ethic and attitude and his performance and output. Yet, she knew very little about him. You barely know this person, Jessica's inner voice said. He's more than just your employee. He's a human being. I'm working on it, she said, stifling her biggest critic. Jessica wanted to see their working relationship from Ruvi's perspective. Why haven't you brought this idea to me sooner, she asked. Wait, let me rephrase that. What prompted you to bring this to me now? 
You're always busy, Rivi said. I figured it wasn't my place to put something else on your plate. But I felt like you would be open to hearing it after our lunch yesterday. Ravi waited for Jessica's reaction, hoping he hadn't misread her openness. I'm sorry, she said. For what? For not empowering you more in the past and for not fostering an environment where you could share ideas. I'm sorry you haven't been allowed to live up to your full potential. I'm sorry I haven't been coaching you to fight for your ideas, even when people like me aren't listening. Her authenticity and vulnerability dumbfounded Ravi. Sometimes I'm frustrated by your constant ideas, Jessica continued. It's probably because you remind me of a younger version of myself, and it bothers me that I'm no longer as creative as I can be in my career. I don't want you to end up like this. She lowered her hands, having raised them to gesture to herself and drive home her point. She waited to see if Ravi would weigh in. I'm honored that you're sharing this with me, Jessica, he said. I admire you and would love to develop in my career to become a lot like you. As Ravi looked down at his folded hands, Jessica didn't dare move a muscle. I see you as incredibly creative and as an amazing role model, he continued. But I don't want to end up like this deflated version of yourself that you've become since settling into your promotion. Seeing your demeanor change over the past year hasn't gotten me excited for my future here. Lately, I've been wondering if it's better elsewhere. I've been perusing some job boards and have once or twice thought about jumping ship, even though I feel guilty every time I do. Jessica focused on not taking his words personally or implanting a story where it didn't belong. She waited for Ravi to raise his head. Thank you for your honesty, she smiled. I can see how this job must have been hard on you lately. I'm willing to recommit myself to your learning and development. You're a rock star, and it's my job to help you share that with as many people as possible. Together, we can create an environment where your ideas are used and celebrated. And I think everyone will benefit from the outcomes. Ravi was baffled by the change in Jessica's demeanor, unsure what it was or how it happened. She realized how strange it must be for him to watch his boss go through such a rapid transformation. I have to get going, Jessica said. She wanted to stay and chat, but had made a promise to her family. What comes next? What do you require to put your idea into action? I think I'd like to present it to Maureen with your help. Well, color me impressed, the voice in Jessica's head said. Ravi avoided her gaze, nervously awaiting her response. I'm more than willing to help you, Jessica said, and I want to make sure I'm making the most of our time. What else can you do to get ready to present your idea to Maureen? Ravi wasn't used to being in control. The managers and directors in the company had fallen into the habit of hijacking their team members' problems and projects as their own. Jessica herself had been a culprit many times. I'll get input from other managers on how effectively we can execute the modified campaigns to make sure we're not missing anything, said Ravi. And I can collect more research on the results of other companies that have used a similar approach. Good. That will create a compelling case when we present this to Marine, Jessica said. When can you have it done? I'll do it this weekend, he said. 
Are you sure you're going to have enough time? What about the move? Jessica, Ravi replied, pointing to his temple. I've been marinating this for months. I just never thought it would go anywhere. I only need an hour or two to organize the information and prepare it for a presentation. After Ravi left, Jessica's mind raced with how she could get the best out of all her team members. She pictured a dozen Ravis. If she could make this vision come to life, their team would be unstoppable. Gathering her belongings and pulling on her coat, she couldn't wait to get home. Another wonderful evening with her family awaited. Given how much Lily had been practicing for her dance recital, Jessica was sure they would be celebrating again tonight. She checked her watch. She had plenty of time to get home and eat before the recital. As she turned off her monitor and shouldered her purse, Jessica's door burst open to reveal a tornado 